Good day everyone, you're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and this is episode 142, The Life Within the Letters. I'm your host Alex, and today I have the honor to have Neha as my guest on the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing super good. Thank you for inviting me to your podcast. Well, the honor is all mine, and hopefully I pronounced your name correctly. I didn't discuss this before. I always, I'm worried that I pronounce people's names wrong because I'm bad at with names, but did I pronounce it correctly? And I'm amazed that you actually pronounce it correctly. Yes, high five to me. <laughs> Yay. But today is not about me pronouncing names correctly. Today it's about you and your calligraphy. But before we jump into that, who is Neha? Okay, so as you know, my name is Neha. I already uh, introduced uh, on the show. I'm from India and I'm from the capital of India, which is New Delhi. Uh, I'm a tech, tech person. Basically, I'm a programmer. And uh, everyone knows that the programmers spend their time in front of the computers to just to take break from the screens. I do calligraphy and I am doing it from, I think, last three years. Oh, wow. And you know what? It's like the complete opposite. You went from digital to just paper. And it's I bet you it's so relaxing. Yep, that is exactly. You don't do coding with calligraphy, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I take notes by calligraphy. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Uh, so speaking about the internet aspect, we'll just touch it here. Do you have any social media links, websites, projects, or anything at all that you would love to share? It can be related to calligraphy. It can be related to anything at all. Yeah, sure. So two social media platform where I'm most active is first Instagram, uh, which is all about my calligraphy. So it is calligraphy zen. And the other one is Twitter. Uh, where basically I tweet about everything from coding to calligraphy. And that is Hello Neha, Neha with double H. Perfect. I'll put that in the description below so people can go show you some love and watch your amazing calligraphy and learn more about the tech world. Hmm. And now we're going to stay away from the tech world a little bit. We're going to go right into calligraphy. So for people who might not know what it is, mind giving a definition of what calligraphy is? Okay, so... Uh, I will give my definition of it. So for me, calligraphy is uh, expressing yourself, your feelings through words by using different kind, different forms of uh, creating the alphabets and letters. So for me, calligraphy is this. And this is something which is not, which you can not just can do with English language, but you can do it with any language of the world. So all you need is just either a pencil or a pen, ink and a stick like ice cream stick you can do or any tool with which you can write anything and you can just write with your full feelings, flows and the result would be your calligraphy. And you would also need your imagination. You can't forget that. <laughs> yes. Uh, initially, I used to feel that you need imagination to do that. But later on, I felt, uh, I re realized actually it's more about when you start writing from your heart, you are putting your soul or your feeling in that particular moment. You actually see that it's more about uh, your what you are feeling at that moment rather than imagining something. Oh, cool. I like how, like, hopefully if you're angry, you're not destroying the paper. You're not putting a lot of pressure <laughs> on the paper. But I can imagine it's very, 
it's kind of like a dance when you're doing it. Exactly. So every creative field is all about how you are feeling. The more happy you are, the more happier, happiest. The end result would be either it's music, either it's cooking, either it's art or either it's dance. But if you are angry and you wanted to, you know, just put out, vent out on the paper, <laughs> you can use pepper, chili and dip in the ink Ooh. and start doing calligraphy. <laughs> The paper will get destroyed, but you're like, oh, okay, you know what? This is how I felt today. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and you're talking about music. I'm skipping, jumping around in the questions, but you're talking about music. Uh, do you do calligraphy while listening to music? So this is very interesting. Initially, when I was learning it and I was practicing it, at that time, I don't used to, but uh, many times it happened that uh, whenever I'm listening to a good music, I start feeling like to do calligraphy. So now, whenever I want to do and I'm not getting into that zone, I just play my favorite music and I start doing it. So I now I realize that uh, music is something which actually uh, take you to that zone where you can be happy, you can feel something and you can just relax and do your stuff. Well, hopefully. So when I, let's say when I go to the gym, when I used to go to the gym, when I worked out, I would listen to music. And if the song wasn't correct, I wouldn't do something. I would just wait till I get the right song. So for you in calligraphy, do you stop? It's like, okay, I have to go with the flow. Oh, the music stopped. Nope. I'm not going to do anything until I find the right song. Yes, that, that does matter. <laughs> so I need to find my favorite songs and then I have to play that. And then I start doing calligraphy. Otherwise, I same. I will just stop. <laughs> I won't able to do it. Uh, you know what? It's you're following the flow. The music guides you. And I'm sure like you're talking about, you didn't do it with music at first. So my first question usually on this podcast is when did you get introduced to calligraphy? Um, it's like two to three years back. I, actually, art is something I, I was always very much interested since my when I was in school. But at that time, I used to feel that my art is not good. And somehow, uh, I think at that time, kids used to uh, have the vision that uh, you to be a good artist, you need to draw exact figures, human figures or, you know, landscapes and everything. And I was not into that. Uh, with time, I stopped doing it, but somehow uh, art colors always used to attract me. And then I started my career. I was in full-time job. There was a lot of, lot of pressure and I used to, you know, work late hours. And then one day it was like that, you know, I want to try something else. I want to take break from the screens and everything just for one hour daily. And then I saw one of my colleagues. Uh, she was actually doing calligraphy and I was just standing at the back and I was just looking at her that what she is doing, how she is doing. And after that, next day, I just ordered some pen and I just start doing it, start practicing it. And since then, there was no looking back. The thing which I did was at that time, when you, uh, basically how I started, I made a promise to myself that no matter what happened, every day for one hour, I will sit and I will practice. And that's how I actually started my whole calligraphy journey. After office, I used to come and I just used to sit with my paper and pen. I used to practice. Wow. So you've been doing this for three years. So you have over, let's say I'm roughly estimating over 900 hours of calligraphy at least once a day. Yes. Yes. And now, now you did a very good math. <laughs> I, never actually cal I never actually calculated, but yep. Yeah, it's probably closer to a thousand or so, but that's that's impressive, really impressive. Wow. And I am sure you have like a lot of those saved everywhere. So actually, 
Do you still own your first creation ever? Yes, I do have. Also, I have digital copies. So whatever I used, I still make, I take picture of that. And I also did a blog on this, that how my calligraphy journey started. So there is before and after also. And I also spoke about how one hour in a day can improve your skills. Speaking about improving your skills, have you noticed your actual design or your style has changed throughout the years or it's still very similar because you really love that style? It's still the same, but it is improved. I am more comfortable now. So if I will compare, initially that style used to take me like uh, 15 minutes or 20 minutes. Now it's just like five minutes. So my I'm very much comfortable. but. Uh, I started also adding uh, more style in that. So what I learned, the first style which I learned, it's still with me. But in addition to that, I also learned a lot of skills. I added a lot of new touches in that, doing mix and patch. So, yep, this is how what I'm doing. Do you ever try to make challenges for yourself where, let's say, you try to do calligraphy with the lights turned off or using your other hand? <laughs> uh, not like that. but. I started, but these are very good because uh, what you just mentioned, like doing calligraphy with other other hand. By le- I'm right-handed, so if I will do with left, how the uh, effect will come. Uh, but I challenge myself by, you know, using new tools, creating my own pens and trying with that. Uh, so this is how I am challenging myself and trying uh, new, you know, no, new surfaces, new way of doing uh, initially, when I started, I used to uh, do calligraphy of small words only, like hi, hello, bye, love. Uh, now I am more into if can I write the whole letter with the calligraphy thing. So, yep, this is how I keep challenging myself. And so speaking about tools, what kind of tools do you use? You were talking about you like to create some new tools as well. I'm curious on like what is in Neha's arsenal of tools to create her masterpieces. I am very much with uh, very much comfortable with the uh, eco line brushes. I love those. And the other one is there's uh, any painting brush rounded and uh, ink. So these two are my most comfortable tools. So whenever I'm doing calligraphy, whenever I'm traveling, these things will always with my, my Ecoline brush kits and painting brushes uh, with ink. So these are my tools. Apart from that, I am very much uh, very, uh, I love black color a lot. So I always have black sketch pen, uh, which is of Micron uh, from 0.5 till 8 nib size. So if I'm doing calligraphy uh, with my Ecoline brushes, then I use my black pens either to do outlining or to add some effect. So these are my go-to tools. And what about uh, things that like, do you like to do calligraphy on? So let's say paper, uh, a cat. No, I'm kidding. Don't do it on a cat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you actually even tried doing it, let's say, with water on a hot pavement where it would just disappear with heat, but it's just, you see it with water? So I... Did experiment with uh, coffee beans, with uh, flour, and uh, with other such things, which are not very common. Uh, commonly, I see people are doing it. Uh, so these are. Uh, but apart from that, I can do calligraphy on anything. So 
I just need paper, pen or anything and I start doing it. Even if there is no paper and like I'm sitting in my office and we are in a meeting, I have a marker on in my hand. I start doing it on the table also. Well, you know what? I have a big bald head. So if you ever want to do calligraphy on my head to practice <laughs> on a human surface, I, you know what? I would volunteer. <laughs> I, I actually did with my niece. She is when she she was little baby. I did that on her body. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> was she asleep or awake? <laughs> she was very small, so she didn't knew. But yeah, after that, my brother was pretty angry. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, speaking about other people, have you ever taught anybody calligraphy? So I don't think so. When I started calligraphy, that I am in that position, I can teach anyone. But a lot of people used to come to me to learn that how they can start. And uh, I also use, I do tech meetups. So there were two or three incidents when I told them, okay, if anyone wants to learn, they can just bring their pen or I can bring mine and I then I can tell them. So I think twice or thrice I did that. And recently I started my YouTube channel because a lot of people were reaching me out that we want to do it. We want to do it. For me, it was very hard to, you know, now because of the situation of like uh, everything is going online, doing offline, uh, teaching someone is hard. So I started my YouTube channel where I just upload while I'm doing any art or calligraphy. So they so they those people can follow. And did you ever learn anything from them? Those who like you look up to, you're like, oh, wow, I love that style. I like to try to integrate that in my own style. Yes, a lot. I literally feel that every person you meet, you will learn something new from them. A lot of people doesn't even uh, know that they are doing something which is actually inspiring other person. Uh, luckily, I whenever I meet anyone, and especially the creative people, if I'm not meeting in person on social media, also there are so so many creative folks who are doing so much good work. Every day, every day there is something new to learn from them. Either their style, either the way they are using the colors. Like I am very scared. I for me it's very hard for me to push myself away from black color because I always feel that the black is the safest color. But when I see other folks, they are experimenting a lot and that inspire me a lot. And actually, I try to then get the motivation. Okay, let me also try. Speaking about experimentation, have you ever tried to, let's say, with glow in the dark uh, colors or even, let's say, invisible ink where you can only see it underneath a certain type of light? Uh, not like that, but I tried the gold, uh, golden inks, that uh, golden leaf also. These type of calligraphy I tried. I also tried on on the wooden surface. You you need to crave the whole thing. That I also tried. Similarly, I also tried the same with mud. So on the mud, you can do the calligraphy and keep it to dry, and then you can paint over that like these things. No, cool. I love how you just take inspiration from anywhere. Like you know what? I see that. I don't know piece of bread. I can do calligraphy on it with peanut butter or something. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That'd be cool. And then you just eat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that is also there. <laughs> and for you, where do you go to improve your calligraphy skills? Do you learn it from online or from other people? Or are you just, like you said, you practice a lot? I used to go on Instagram and Pinterest. And I used to just look what is happening under the hashtag calligraphy or art or something. And I try to get inspired from there. And now since a lot of things keep are moving online, so I recently started attending few classes of calligraphy to understand what basically I never learned from ground zero. 
so for me it is like now okay let me understand that how actually what wrong things i am doing how can i improve so yep that i started now doing but my major inspiration of uh, major learning comes from the social media instagram and pinterest and you have i would say thousands of designs or calligraphy you've created and this is going to be a very hard question but what would you say is your favorite design the favorite thing you've ever done let's say something that you wrote and it really means something special to you uh it's very hard to be <laughs> honest very very hard um no i can i cannot pick one okay i can actually <gasps> yes so uh last this year starting my i run a meetup group of tech uh which uh, just celebrated 5 years so what i did is i wrote, made a handmade thank you card uh, on that i did the nib pen calligraphy for every volunteer who helped me in doing the meetups and i gifted to them so for me that is very special uh, and favorite because i don't think so there is uh, more uh, anything in the world more valuable than uh creating a card from scratch zero and write uh, designing everything and writing the thank you note and everything so yep that's my favorite and there's a lot of time and effort and love put into it and speaking about time yep how long does it usually take you to create uh let's say not just a 1 hour practice but let's say if you have a project you want to work on let's say a letter you want to do how long does it usually take you to complete generally uh, the thing about creative creative field is once you are in zone it will not take time so i this year starting i created uh, one of my product i created a calendar of 2020 so i i did the watercolor and over that i wrote a lot of quotes for like 12 quotes were there for each and every month and it actually took me a half day almost including planning that which quote will go where because every month i wanted to you know uh, every quote should uh, represent that month first thing and second thing is i was doing water coloring so the time it take to get dry up and then filling all the blank spaces so it took me a half a day and it was done and after that the rest of the things like scanning editing and those were the rest of the things now i would imagine you don't have every single one of your creations up on your wall but do you have any that you display uh on my wall you are yes uh no no i have lot of actually <laughs> so i have uh, on my uh, wall i have all my calligraphy which i do oh, wow. i just keep pasting there and recently i took a challenge for myself i design i did the doodling plus i did the calligraphy on the very big paper with lengthwise and that that is behind uh, on my back so the wall behind my back i pasted that there so that that took me actually 3 days to finish so i started from uh, uh, not the planning but i just started doing the doodling on that and then later on doing the outlining coloring and everything so it took me 3 days to finish that and i i i don't know about you but i tend to be a perfectionist and are you a perfectionist like let's say you see a little mistake you want to try to keep adjusting it and fixing it uh yes i used to do it but then i uh, one thing i learned from my one of my ex colleague who who is also an artist he told me that you know uh, the beauty of handmade thing is there will always be something imperfect but that makes it the perfect so as a human if you are writing your name and then again you try to write the same name of your only the both will not match 
and that that is why the value of handmade is important so the things which you are looking as imperfect they are not they are actually making it stand apart so since then i stopped looking all those things like a imperfection i started looking at it's my touch you know what it is it's imperfection perfection or perfection imperfection either way it's like you're saying it's perfection when it's imperfect <laughs> that yeah. that is a tongue twister right there uh, so back to the actual questions, what would you say is the best part about calligraphy for you on a personal and an emotional level? This is a way to express myself when I, I am in that zone, when I can't uh, talk to anyone about my feelings. Uh, second, it is a break from the digital world. Uh, right now, every, anyone who is in tech or not in tech, they are spending their time in front of the screens. So for me, it's a break from that. And the most important is uh, in today's world, we, f we are forgetting how to write on paper by using pen. So for me, it's a way of staying, you know, very close to it. And it helps me a lot in my personal life uh, because uh, it is a way for me to relax, first thing. And second thing, this is what I feel that now I have something, you know, to talk about. Like you and I met if I didn't, I was not doing calligraphy, I I wouldn't met you. We wouldn't having this podcast. So <laughs> in, my personal network is growing. So that is also there. Well, you know what? Everybody who comes on my podcast becomes a family member. So you're my sister now. And I'm so glad uh, we got to connect and you decided, yes, I'll talk to this stranger about calligraphy. What could go wrong? <laughs> exactly. And uh, did you ever take the time to learn the history of calligraphy? Uh, interestingly, uh, no, <laughs> but, but I have like, uh, I remember I was reading a novel and in that there was the character who, who also took the calligraphy and this happened before I was doing calligraphy and she spoke a lot about in that, that, uh, she was going through a personal problems and then she decided to go for calligraphy and learn it. And she actually explained in a whole chapter that how calligraphy helped her. And in that, she the way she explained it, for me, that's the history. When you asked me this question, for me, it was like, I don't, I think I might not go back and explore it because the way she explained it, for me, that was enough uh, because she was explaining how calligraphy helped her. Uh, and like, for example, she mentioned that in calligraphy, you need to make sure that the two alphabets should always connect it to each other. And in our life, we also do the same thing. We should always be connected to the people we have in our life. And that is why calligraphy is good. So for me, that is how I want to remember calligraphy rather than uh, going into the technical things. I don't know. I guess this is a little technical thing. I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard somewhere that uh, the idea of attached letters, cursive, was invented because of the fountain pen. Every time you would take it off and then put it back on the paper, it would just make a giant splotch. So that's why some of the big, okay. the big letter at the beginning is always big. And then they try to go as long as they can to attach the words together, thus making it uh, cursive. I, once again, I could be wrong. I'm not an expert in this, but this is what I heard. I'm like, oh, you know what? That makes some sense. <laughs> yeah, it does make sense because if you will go back, a lot of things uh, are right now what is happening uh, or what the way we do it is there is some reason behind it. Is there a reason behind my podcast? I'm, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there is. Of course there is. Uh, so yes, back to you. 
What was your biggest challenge when you first started calligraphy? Okay, so the biggest challenge was first time, getting time for it and keeping yourself motivated. Because uh, when whenever uh, anyone start, like when I started, I used to compare my every work with someone who is already expert. And it's become very frustrating that, oh, I'm not able to do it. I don't have that thing. So that was the first thing. And the second thing was because I was doing practicing. So I need a lot of papers and a lot of pens. And that was a challenge because you need to invest a lot of money on that. And uh, somewhere you you would be like, why I'm wasting my money on this? I don't know I will be able to do it or not. Uh, but glad I didn't did that. I just continue doing this. And the third thing was uh, there were challenges, challenges like just keep talking about the calligraphy alphabets. There were a few alphabets I was not able to, you know, get perfect. Like, for example, I still remember and I tell everyone writing F letter took me at least a week because I wanted to do it in a certain way and I was not able to do it. So for two weeks, I was just doing practice of F letter only. And it was frustrating. It was challenging. But at the end, when I was able to do it, I was like, yes, I did it. So, yep, these were the challenges. That's awesome. I imagine somebody who would come to your place, they would just see just all Fs everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. So my parents were like, my mother was like, what you are doing? (laughs) Why you are doing it? What is this? And it it is very hard to explain my parents that, you know, you know, this is kind of art. But now they are like, okay, she do something, which is something related to art. We don't know. And also it helps you with your mental health as well, right? It just helps you relax if you had a yes. long day. So that's very important. I don't know if this is a good solution, but see for myself, for my podcast, I bought these this little tablet that's around 15, 14 Canadian dollars with a, it's LED tablet or LCD where it's got a plastic pencil and then you can just write and then press a button and you races. Would you ever be interested in something like that just for practicing and doodling if you're just trying to create an idea? Uh, I do have iPad. <laughs> where, uh, I, <laughs> I thought of, uh, you know, I, when I bought it, I thought of the same thing. Uh, but uh, for me, I'm very much emotional about paper and pen. So I don't I don't get that, you know, motivation when I uh, take uh, any digital thing in my hand. And I was like, no, I would still prefer to go back to the paper and do my either write notes, either doodle or either do anything. You know what? There's no replacement. And I completely understand. Yes. And for you, what is your current biggest challenge? Current biggest challenge is you, uh, I am trying new art. So in fact, from last two days, I'm trying uh, Hindi calligraphy. Uh, For folks who doesn't know Hindi, Hindi is the language in India. And basically it comes from Devnagri, which is the major parent uh, category. The sad thing is uh, Hindi is my native language and I'm, I'm not comfortable in doing calligraphy in that. So I'm learning that now. And uh, also I'm trying new tools with that, which are very much traditional to India only. Uh, There are more modern versions available throughout the world for those tools. Uh, But I am trying to explore my traditions, I would say. So regional language with regional tools. This is what I'm doing. Today is the second day. Uh, Let's see how far I will go. Well, this episode's coming out next year. So you'll be like, well, today is my 400th day. Yes, or 400. I can't even count a year. <laughs> it's a, Yes, it's a 300th day. I, I, Alex, I'm an expert now. And then you'll have to teach me. 
I hope so. I really crossing my fingers for that. And I could imagine it, it being stressful as well. Like you mentioned, trying to get your F perfection is was hard. So for you, have you ever had a situation where it's so stressful that you said, okay, I need to take a break? And if so, what is your best de-stressor to just get rid of that tension? Uh, so the good thing about uh, doing calligraphy is, yes, if I have taken a project, a paid commission project, and it is not coming out the way I want, it do get very frustrated. So in that, the only thing which worked for me is I just take break from that particular tool and particular form and I just switch to some other art or I just watch and I just sit back and I just watch other folks work. Uh, that actually helped me in relaxation and give me the new ideas also. So uh, like if I'm doing a, uh, brush calligraphy I will just stop that and I will just go back and I start doing doodling or watercolor stuff like that this might be an odd question but have you ever tried calligraphy with your finger like finger painting yes I did that yes it's I guess it would be kind of hard to get very fine lines with our fingers right <laughs> no and that actually is the beauty of that and another very important question, probably the most important one, what are some misconceptions about people who do calligraphy? There are actually two. The first thing is try to compare their first week with someone else's three years of experience. They should not do that. And the second thing is they, they think that uh, their handwriting should be good. Then only they can do a good calligraphy, which is not true. Your handwriting has nothing to do with this. I know it's very hard to believe, but this is the fact. Uh, it doesn't matter if your handwriting is bad. Calligraphy is all about uh, the strokes. And there are three rules. Whenever I talk to someone about calligraphy and they ask me, I always tell them that there are only three rules you need to learn. And after that, just forget those rules. So this is these are the two biggest misconceptions people have who are starting with calligraphy. So you're telling me there's hope because I write like a three-year-old, probably why I'm doing podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't need to worry. You can just start doing calligraphy. Your handwriting has nothing to do with it. I've always been interested in art and designing stuff. And yeah, you know what? I have nothing to lose and I can use a post-it note if I want to try something very small to start off. And the, the best thing to start with is writing hi or your name. Uh, my name has 33 letters. It's so long. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then let's stick to hi. Yes, hi might be better. <laughs> uh, so another tough question. What has calligraphy taught you in life? Good question, actually, I would say. I never thought about it. Uh, it actually taught me that, uh, you know, you can always express your feelings in a beautiful way and you can connect uh, with those quotes, those words and everything. So before that, like if we are, as you mentioned about mental stress, right now, a lot of people don't talk to other folks about their mental health, stress or any issue. But how I saw what happened with me is no, if I am feeling low, if I am having some issue, I just start writing. I just start either I'm writing the lyrics of the songs or the quotes and it actually helped me out. So the biggest learning is, you can express yourself and the moment you start expressing yourself, you will feel a lot lighter. So there is no harm to, you know, go and talk or express yourself. Yeah. And once again, it's all for you. You don't need to worry about what the world thinks about it. You just do it for yourself as long as it makes you happy. Exactly. In fact, in my case, 
uh, when i started i never thought whenever i used to post on instagram or social media i never thought that someone will like give likes or comment will you know write good comments it was like oh i did it so i'm just posting it and when people used to come to me and say oh this is looking so beautiful how you are doing i used to come and under a lot of stress i was like oh shit those <laughs> these people are having a lot of expectations from me but this is something i am doing for myself now i started learn uh, you know living with that thing that now i look uh, at the positive side that because i am doing and putting these things out there are a lot of folks who are looking at it and they are appreciating something uh, good is coming on their uh, feet so for me that is a good thing You know, I'm I'm giving you a high five because you're doing it for the love of the hobby, which is always great. Always something I love to have on this podcast because it's all about hobbies. And yeah, it's once again, you don't have to impress anybody, not just you, but I mean like yep. I don't have to impress anybody. Well, actually, I have to impress my guests. That's the only person I have to impress. Yes. As long as Neha is impressed, then I'm good. Yes. Mm. Uh so do you want to present this hobby to the world or use it as an escape from reality? Uh for me, this is a hobby for sure. so i will keep it like that i cannot escape from reality uh the reality is harsh but how i see i just what i told you that for me it is a way to put something good on people's uh timelines or in their world so yep it's my hobby it's one of those things you're like you know what i'm using it as a coping mechanism a good one to deal with reality is to put the balance in the world yep And do you have any word of advice for anybody who might be interested in this hobby? Yes, so if you want to try it, please do not hold yourself back. Pick any pen, paper and start doing it. You don't need fancy tools, you don't need fancy papers. Uh all you need is just first a you know motive uh, first a decision that yes, I want to do it and just go ahead and do it. And if you can't find pen and paper, you can use water on Exactly. <laughs> I was going to try to figure out water on the wall. That might not be too good. Water on a leaf. Oh, I'm really bad with these examples. Water. You, you can use anything to do calligraphy, like Neha said. You can use nail paints, paints. You can use even the papers. So you can just tear the papers in the form of the characters, alphabet. Sorry, and then you can create. And we talked about this at the beginning of the episode, but I'll ask it again because I'm sure people would love to learn again. Do you have any social media links, websites, projects, a YouTube channel, maybe, or anything at all that you would love to share so people can come show you some love? Uh, yep. So my Instagram, where I put everything related to my art, is Calligraphy Zen, and with the same name, I have my YouTube channel. So uh, I post my videos every Tuesday and Friday, and this is something very new, like. I don't think so it's been a month so yep and apart from that uh, I do have twitter uh, I'm pretty active but apart from my art I also tweet about my tick my uh, job stuff and that is hello neha neha with double h Well, you know what? I'll put all those down below because people deserve to learn more about you and see your journey and see your passion as well. So I'll put all that down below in the description so people can go check it out. Thank you. And now, for the last question, I don't know why I made it so dramatic. Do you have any questions for me about calligraphy? When when you heard about calligraphy first, what you thought about it? What kind of, you know, vibe it gave to you? When I heard calligraphy at first, I'm going to say it was very fundamental. I was thinking that was a couple of years ago. 
I was thinking of very f fancy ways of writing letters where it's a lot of like you'd spend, let's say when it takes half a second to write uh, the letter A, here it would take probably 20 seconds to write it correctly. That's what I was thinking back in the days. This is what I was thinking. And I was seeing the designs. I'm like, oh my goodness, how can somebody do that? Because I was comparing it to my own handwriting because I have horrible <laughs> handwriting. So I'm like, how? How can they? That is so cool. So I've always found it impressive and I'm thinking I could never do that. But after what you told me today, you're saying anybody can do it. Anyone can do it. Anyone can dance. Anyone can do calligraphy. Uh, my wife says I can't dance. So uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to prove her wrong. I'll tell her, you know what? Neha said anyone can dance. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's a fact. So I can dance. <laughs> So there you have it. Another body with a hobby. Thank you so much, Neha, for coming on and just sharing your passion for calligraphy and teaching me a lot about it. I realize I'm looking at my room right now thinking I can do calligraphy on everything. And my wife will probably be angry, but I can do it. If you guys would like to learn more about Neha, you can go check her out. I'll put all the links down below in the description. So it'll be very easy to find. And if you'd like to be on my podcast or have any questions at all, you can send me an email at timefoyourhobby at gmail.com. And of course, if you like the podcast and you want to leave a, leave a review, that is perfectly fine. I will accept reviews, good or bad. It just helps out the podcast grow. The last thing as well is if you want to show some more support, which is completely optional, you can buy some merchandise on Redbubble with the Time for Your Hobby logo on things you do not need. And also have a Patreon where it's Patreon. You can donate. But once again, it's optional. That's the key word of today, optional. So uh, what you do have to do, which is mandatory, is go support Neha. You have to do it. It's the law. It's the time for your hobby law. So once again, thank you so much, Neha. Thank you so much for having me and thank you for doing this podcast. It's uh, like a ref breath of refreshing kind of escape from all the technical and jazzy world. Thank you so much. Well, my podcast is nothing without my wonderful guests such as yourself. So until the next episode, make some time for your hobby. Take care.